Hey, hey, my loves, how are you? I hope you are having a wonderful day today. So welcome to Easy Yoga Podcast, all things yoga and wellness. And today we are going to be talking about nutrition. And nutrition can be such a minefield that it's a good idea to start with the basics. And it's just, there's just so much information out there and it can be completely confusing and we don't know where we're going, what we're doing, what we should be eating, everything like that. So let's start with the basics. So we need nutrition to help keep healthy and stay alive. Now this means that our bodies do not produce any nutrition. So we need to source this from food and water. And nutrients are vital for disease prevention, growth and good health, of course. (laughs) Now these are then broken down into two categories micronutrients and macronutrients and macronutrients come in the form of large quantities of food and help to provide your body with energy and these are in the forms of proteins carbohydrates and fats now we all we all know about this don't we we all know about the protein carbohydrates fats sugars things like that then the micronutrients come in the form of vitamins and minerals which are only needed in small amounts So let's start with carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are the energy blocks from your food. So they really, really give you good energy. And these contain sugars which help to fuel your body during everyday activities. And they also help with brain function and the main central nervous system, which sends nerves throughout your body. So carbohydrates can also help protect against disease such as cancer. Now, sources of carbohydrates, not all carbohydrates are good ones. Now, we can talk about the different kinds of sugars, the processed foods and things like that. So you are aiming to go for non-processed types with no refined sugars. So, for example, wholemeal bread, wholemeal wheat pasta, noodles and rice. And these are better than all of the white varieties because they will then not lead to a a spike in your sugar, sugar level, your sugar concentration can't say that word so your insulin spikes basically so the whole wheat foods release the sugar and therefore insulin slowly so your body has then time to use it in a correct way so we also aim to eat beans and fiber rich vegetables including carrots beets broccoli artichokes and sweet potatoes now all of these have really really good sugars so non-processed sugars And fibre is a type of carbohydrate that the body can't digest. So that's why we need a lot of it to then help everything in the system. So most carbohydrates are broken down into sugar and fibre cannot be broken down into sugar. And this instead, it passes through the body undigested. So fibre helps regulate the body's use of sugars, helping to keep hunger and the blood sugar level in check. Isn't that cool? That's amazing, that. Uh, There are also different foods, different fruits even, that have a high fibre content in them. So, for example, apples, bananas, oranges, strawberries and some exotic fruits. Now, all of these are a great source of good fibre. So now we'll move on to fats. So everybody kind of knows a bit about fats that we, we constantly talk about the over overeating and calories and the amount of um, the amount that people have been put on this this last year with what's been going on so fats usually get quite a bad rap but they are an essential part of a healthy diet and healthy fats help with the absorption of vitamins and minerals they also help to build up cells 
They help with movement of the muscles and are a great energy source as well, which is good. Healthy fats can also help with balancing blood sugar levels and improve brain function and also help to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease. Now, I'm sure you all know somebody who has had Alzheimer's or dementia. My nan has got it and it's it's so terrible. It's just a really, really, really bad disease. So having healthy fats can really, really help this and to reduce it when you get older. They also help in the production of testosterone. Now, testosterone will not make you bulk out compared to what some people will think. It won't. It helps to regulate the hormones but also a high fat and high sugar diet will be detrimental to your testosterone levels, especially in men. So if you are trying to conceive for a baby, try and limit your high fat, your high fat, your high sugar diets and just be in with the the natural foods, not high processed foods. So in women, testosterone plays a role in reproduction, growth and general health. So again, if you are a woman and you are trying to conceive, again, try not to have a lot of the high processed foods because it's not going to do you any good. So then we move on to kind of sources of fats, really. So there's different fats. There's unsaturated fat and there's saturated fat. So unsaturated fats are really good for the body and they provide essential fatty acids that your body cannot synthesize itself. So saturated fats should be limited as these can have a reverse effect on the body because you are eating too much saturated fat, which then can lead to high blood cholesterol. And we don't want that at all, do we? So this can clog up our arteries and restrict the blood flow to our heart, which in turn may cause a heart attack. And we certainly don't want that. So the most common known unsaturated fats are omega-3s and omega-6s. And these are mostly found in nuts, in seeds and oily fish. So for example, salmon and oils such as avocado, flax seeds and olives. And olives, oh my God, I love olives. I could eat so many olives as well as avocado. If anyone knows me, I'm obsessed with avocados <laughs> because they're just, yeah, they're just so versatile. You can use them in anything and they're amazing. They are such an amazing little food absolutely incredible so yeah go with that one definitely and another amazing oil though is coconut oil and this is plant-based so it has a faster uptake by the organs to use it as fuel for your body now you can you can get this in health food shops you can get it in the supermarkets as well and also you can use it as a really really good hair conditioner it, um, it's amazing at hair conditioning and also as a massage oil as well so cooking you only need a tiny tiny bit actually compared to like olive oil or some of the other oils but yeah totally go with that i love it absolutely love it for that now i want to go back to saturated fats so they come in form of animal-based sources so for example butter cheese and red meat processed meats including sausages mincemeat and animal skin bacon and fatty cuts of meat so these you will need to limit your intake to reduce heart disease so for example a small matchbox size of cheese once a day that is enough for you <coughs> excuse me i seem to have a bit of a cold at the moment so next we'll move on to protein and protein is amazing for muscle repair so you kind of got to think of even when you go to the gym and you work really, really hard, you are breaking up your muscle fibers. So if you're really lifting heavy weights or you're running quite far and you haven't run for ages, sometimes you'll get DOMS, which is delayed onset of muscle soreness. Now this can happen up to sort of 48 hours after your initial gym workout. And this is where the muscle fibers are breaking down. So 
so they've snapped basically so the protein is then coming in to repair that muscle so it's then building it back up and then that's when you start to get muscle bulk but also it's good because it's bringing back the blood supply to it and it is really really helping it so it's not just for gym bunnies but it is used in everyday life honestly it is part of every cell every tissue and every organ in your body and it also helps to produce hormones and protein helps with the building of antibodies to help and prevent fight disease. So this is what we want. Protein is amazing. And proteins come in the form of amino acids and the body needs 20 of these to stay healthy. So these are broken down into essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids. So there are nine essential amino acids which are not made in the body. So these need to be found in the form of food. And then there are 11 non-essential amino acids, which make, which are made by the body. So each protein is constantly being broken down and the body does not store proteins like it does with other nutrients. So it needs to be given to the body in form of food every day. So that's why we need to eat protein a lot. So therefore, most of your portion control should be based around protein as the body needs it to repair and grow constantly. So most of the proteins we need to fuel and repair our bodies comes in the form of high quality protein. So we need, need this in our body and most of this comes from animal or plant-based sources. And it's really hard to find the balance of obtaining protein sources that aren't high in fats and carbs. So for example, if a handful of nuts contains a high fat content, but are also very good for you because they've got the good fats. They've got this, the unsaturated fats, not the saturated fats. So this is where this gets confusing as well. So plant-based diets, so if you're vegan or you're vegetarian, these are harder to find proteins in. So I have, we're going to go through some of the, the examples. So sources of protein, so white lean meat is a good place to start. So for example, chicken or turkey. And, and turkey is quite dry, so it's not, it's up to you, but turkey is amazing. I absolutely love it, although we don't eat it enough. I eat a lot of chicken, actually, but turkey is really, really good because there's, because it's very, very lean. Um, then you've got fish, so including salmon, haddock and bass or any type of fish. Then you've got dairy products, so eggs, milk, cheese, yogurt, and then plant-based foods such as tofu, nuts, beans and pulses. So as you can see, there are so many different forms of proteins. It's just trying to find the right ones for you. Okay, so, oh, excuse me. Now we'll move on to vitamins and vitamins and minerals are needed to help keep the body functioning correctly. And they help to fight off any diseases and repair the bones and tissues. And they heal wounds and help boost the immune system. They can also help to repair cells and convert food into energy. So another good little one in the body. Uh, vitamins can be split up into two groups so they are water soluble and fat soluble vitamins now this goes back to school how many of you did biology or food tech this would be in in this so water soluble vitamins are found in all types of food and they are absorbed into the bloodstream and help the body to release energy to build energy and to help repair broken cells and they also make collagen which helps to repair wounds and forms a base for teeth and bones to be built upon. So water soluble vitamins are B vitamins and C vitamins. So then we move on to fat soluble vitamins. 
And these fat soluble vitamins help to keep your eyes, your skin, your lungs all in good condition. And they help to also build bones and protect the body with antioxidants. So another good little thing. So fat soluble vitamins are A, D, E and K. And these all can be found in fatty foods and oils. Fruit and vegetables are a good source of vitamins and minerals and should, though, come from a wide range. You don't really just want to be eating one orange a day or one apple a day. You need to have a complete variety. And you should try to eat over a third of your daily intake in food per day of this. So it was recommended that you eat at least five portions, although I think that's changed now. I think it's gone up to seven, actually. Five portions of fruit and veg per day. And this can include fresh, frozen, juiced, canned or dried. So that doesn't just mean you think, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to cook five to seven different things. No, it can it can be from other other sources. So you don't have to worry about that. Now we'll move on to minerals. So minerals help with the daily function of the body and they help to build strong bones and teeth like calcium, which also builds up hair, the skin and cells. And they also help with metabolism in the body. So there are several major minerals in minerals in the body which you need to function daily. And these are calcium, zinc, iron, fluoride, chloride, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, sodium and sulfur. There's a lot there. <laughs> Some of these help to keep the water balance right as most of our body is made up of water. So does anybody know what the percentage is of our body? Have a guess. So the actual answer is 60%. So we are 60% made up of water. It's incredible, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. So you will source most of these vitamins and minerals from having a healthy balanced diet through eating five or more portions of fruit and veg a day. And that is what we're aiming to do. That is what we're aiming to have. Now we will move on to water. So water, as we know, we are made up of 60% water. Water is probably one of the most important nutrients you need for your body to function. And we are made up of more water than we are of anything else. So water will help to fight off, fight off dehydration. And it also helps to improve your overall mood and helps with brain function. So when you are feeling dehydrated, you probably will feel sluggish. You'll probably feel tired. You might even have a headache. You just don't know how to function and your urine will be really, really, really strong, like real yellow, yellow type. And we don't want that at all. So then as soon as you have a drink, your body is then using that water again that you've just drunk and you'll make it will start to make you feel so good again. So we need to constantly drink water and this the water that's going around your body helps to carry nutrients around the bloodstream faster and it carries more nutrients to all the cells. So it also helps with the digestive system. Now, if you are struggling with your digestive issues, as in like you're quite constipated, by drinking a lot of water, that will help it out. That will help your intestines. That will help your digestive system flush everything out because water is needed constantly in the body. And it will just keep everything flowing and keep everything moist Moist, love that word. <laughs> A lot of my friends don't like that word. <clears throat> so we should aim to drink around two to three litres of water each day to keep the body functioning at its best. Now, some tips that I can give you are every time you go for a wee in the bathroom, have a glass or have a cup in the bathroom and fill it with water and have a drink after you've washed your hands and after you've gone for a wee because you've just you you are trying to replace that water that has been lost through urine 
So that's a good kind of tip. So every time I go for a wee, I will have a drink. And I think I've got a pint glass in the in the in the bathroom. So that's a really, really good tip. And yes, you are weeing constantly, but it is making you feel good. It is making your body function correctly. And that is what we're aiming for. So water does not just have to come from a tap, though. It can be found in fruits, vegetables, such as watermelon. Who loves a good watermelon? Cucumber or spinach. And it is a good idea to drink around one pint of water when you first get up in the morning and then around one pint just before bed. Now, I don't do it just before. I do have about three sips of water just before bed because I know then that I'm going to be up weeing all night, <laughs> which isn't good. But it is because you haven't, like in the morning, you haven't drunk for however many hours you've been asleep for seven eight hours and that's when your body is feeling dehydrated and that is when you're going to have really clear not clear you're going to have dark urine so you don't want that so that's why we need to drink the pint of water in the morning and also having it warm as well warm you can then have it with lemon that's a really really good way to get your vitamin c in and also having warm water helps with the digestion straight away instead of having cold water which i do actually i have cold water but i'm learning to have nice warm water and it certainly makes you feel good and it really really helps your digestion even better so it um when when you do wake up in the morning it kickstarts your kidneys and urinary tract to wake up and then you function well throughout the day so you can tell the color of your concentration you can tell the color of your hydration through your urination you know <laughs> i said that wrong didn't i but the yeah as i've stated before it's if it's dark yellow that's not good you what you're aiming to have a clear tingy yellow to it and also a nice um not not strong smelling either so if you're dehydrated you will get really really strong smelling urine and that's not good so you're aiming to get a clear clear urine and it's not smelling then you know you are hydrated completely so okay so now we're going to go into a list of foods that will give you all of your nutrition for your daily requirements so different things here adding adding or taking away different things just to help you out a little bit so greek yogurt or natural yogurt because that's got less sugars in it than normal other processed yogurts especially the kids yogurts i hate them my kids do not have them at all because they are really really bad for you because the amount of sugars in them now i know i'm going to get flack for this but i don't care <laughs> greek yogurt or natural yogurt is the best form because it has so much protein in it it's got good fats in it it's just amazing so go with that one small matched box sized cheese so uh, cheddar cheese or brie or mozzarella any kind of cheese that you like just a small tiny matchbox size size of cheese per day will really really get your calcium levels up will get everything else your um yeah your good fats things like that so cottage cheese another one butter so aim for butter and not margarine because yes butter is full fat but it hasn't got the other processed things in it so butter is hardly processed margarine is highly processed and that is what you're aiming for so i know people on all these diets will say um don't go with butter or don't go with full fat milk because you're aiming to have low fat stuff you are not you are not you need the full fat things only in small amounts mind but you do need to have less processed things now i know there's a massive controversy thing going on at the moment about all that but if you look at some of all the low fat stuff so on on i don't know say yogurts it will say low fat but what is that extra thing that's been put in because you've taken away the fat so then you get 
other things that are processed that aren't great. And that is what you need to look at on your labeling. Look at, don't go for low fat, go for full fat because there's less things that have been added to it. So the, the less the less an item has been processed, the better, okay? So with milk, go with high fat or full fat milk because semi-skimmed or skimmed, there's been less, le less thing, no, more things have been taken away and more things have been added. Whereas the full fat, you have still got a lot of everything, all the good nutrients that you need and there has been less processing in it and that is what you're trying to get out. So yeah, whole milk, almond milk, coconut milk, anything like that. I love those kind of alternative milks. Eggs, eggs are really good, that one. Lentils, I think eggs give you, I think, nine grams of protein per one egg, which is just incredible, isn't it? It's amazing. Lentils, quinoa, meat. So we're aiming again for white meat, lean white meat, chicken, red meat, though in small amounts, because that's good for red blood cells. So we need that as well in our system. Fish, tuna, salmon, white fish, but try and aim for fish three times a week or less because you don't want to be adding the omega-3s every single day. You want to have them at least, well, yeah, just about three times a week. Spinach, that's got amazing calcium in it. It's cheap and it is really, really, really good for you. Green beans, peas, beetroot, pomegranate, broccoli, courgette, carrots, lemon, Avocado, my favourite. Chili, ginger, sweet potato. So potatoes, okay. So sweet potato compared to normal potato. Both potatoes are really good. Normal potatoes have higher carbohydrate sugars in them than the sweet potato. So sweet potato has a lower GI index, glycemic index. So that will then make your your blood sugar level stay at the same pace. Oh, excuse me. Whereas if you have normal potatoes, there's quite a high sugar content in them, natural, but that's good, that's fine. But you might tend to see that your high sugar level rises and then comes down and you feel a bit of a slump. So just, yeah, certainly go with, with sweet potato because it's really good. Pepper, kale, onion, tomatoes, mushrooms, aubergine, um, whole wheat pasta, like I said earlier, so whole wheat things, whole wheat pasta, rice, spaghetti noodles um, good quality granola or make your own so in the blog i've got a few recipes to make your own to make your own granola and it is the best and it's really cheap as well and it's good because you know what is going in it nut butters so for example peanut butter almond butter cashew butters they're all really really good for you coconut oil as i said water green teas herbal teas then we've got butternut squash, corn on the cob, bananas. Bananas are amazing. They've got so much potassium in them and that is really, really good. And carbs as well. Amazing carbs. Now, people have a thing about carbs is that they don't, oh no, you can't pile them on. No, you need carbohydrates in your body. You need them to function, as I said earlier. Peaches or nectarines, kiwi, cherries, melon, strawberries. Strawberries are a superfood pears natural nuts so not flavored or salted you want pure ones so pure cashews peanuts almonds they're just amazing seeds go for pumpkin seeds or chia seeds flax seeds so my children have chia seeds in their breakfast and they absolutely love them they love pouring a little bit on on there and they're really good for fiber as well really really good they're tiny but they're incredible little things dried fruit as well just be careful with the high sugar content in those but it's all natural natural sugars so only tiny handful of those 
Um, hummus, cucumber, olives, tofu, rye bread, sourdough bread, pesto, protein shakes as well if you want. A good quality dark chocolate. So 70% or more you're aiming for. So there are lots of different ways that you can have meal plans. Um, breakfast, you can have scrambled egg, poached eggs, omelette. You can have Greek yogurt with fresh fruit and honey. Good quality granola, yogurt, fresh fruit, porridge with honey, porridge with fresh fruit, protein powder, smoothie, soaked overnight oats. One of those is my favourite in the summer. Uh, smoothie bowl, protein pancakes. There's just so, so many. And then we've got snacks. So this can now depend on what you're trying to achieve with your nutrition. So if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to gain weight or you're trying to just have a balanced diet, no diet out there or no that no diet out there is for every single person okay so you will have to figure out what works for you you will have to do some research and it might mean that what works for one person might not work for you okay so you will just have to figure out over the course of six months or so what works for you so i know personally my body i need to eat every two hours but small amounts because I know that my sugar levels drop every couple of hours, so I need to eat a little bit and then my sugar levels will be back again and I'll be feeling better. So it might mean that you might then have three meals a day without any snacks, or you might be like me where you eat little and often, or you might try and do, I know there's another one on the market at the moment that's like a, a fasting one. So you eat, I can't remember what it's called though, is it 15, 15, 6 or something like that? So I don't know, but you you fast for however many hours and then you eat for the amount of hours that are the smaller ones. So say you you finish eating at four in the afternoon, you then don't start eating again until um, nine o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning. So you're fasting for that amount of time. I personally haven't done it, so I don't really know anything about it. But yeah, I know there's that as well. So that might help you. It just depends. So snacks, uh, you can go with hummus, carrot sticks, protein shake, feta cheese, hard boiled eggs, small handful of nuts and raisins, carrot sticks, Greek yogurt again, three squares of good quality dark chocolate, some olives, rice cakes, fruits, homemade oat bars, homemade granola, homemade protein, apple with nut butters. It's just so many different things you can do. So then we can move on to lunch. So baked sweet potato with small amount of butter, with either tuna, hard boiled egg, chicken or feta cheese. You can have a salad with hard boiled eggs or with a whole chicken, feta cheese, olives, Greek salad again, chicken pesto, chicken quinoa, rice salad, quinoa burger, salmon curry, stir fry, turkey and avocado. Just anything like that that's going to fill you up. That is what you're kind of aiming for, quite a bit like that. Then move to dinner. So stir fry with lots of vegetables, lean meat or tofu, spelt or cauliflower rice pizza, uh, sweet potato with lentil, to whole tuna wheat pasta bake, teriyaki glazed chicken salad, that's a really yummy one, baked salmon fillets with vegetables, homemade salmon fish cakes, vegetables, Mediterranean chicken, chicken or turkey whole wheat pasta with feta cheese sauce, Thai curry, pork chops, homemade chicken pie, kale caesar salad tuna steaks chicken burrito so so many different things cod lentil and broccoli just so so many different things that you just need to see what you what works for you really 
So let's go back to processed foods or high sugar foods, so refined high sugar foods. And this is a huge subject, but we'll only concentrate on the basics. Now, sugars will be hidden in most foods, which tend to be processed. And these are different processing procedures in the food industry, like I said earlier, actually, with all the milk things. So we know which foods are good for us and we also know which foods are bad. So, for example, crisps, biscuits, varieties of chocolate, sweets and cakes. The end is just huge. The end is listless, endless, really. And we should only eat these foods in moderation. So sugars can be hidden on the ingredients list, for example, named as sucrose and fructose. And if a food has been through a process to get to its final product, then it can be bad for you. So you are aiming for it to be unprocessed as possible. So for example, milk, whole milk is better for you than skimmed as it's gone through less processes to get to its final product state. So just use your common sense really for most of the foods you eat. Just processed foods can also contain harmful substances like carcinogens, which may bring on cancer. So putting different chemicals into the food will help you have a longer, which will help them have a, a longer shelf life and to taste better but these can be harmful to our bodies so if you're not sure on a certain ingredient then just don't buy it you really don't have to buy it so that kind of sums up the basics to nutrition and let me know how you get on let me know if you're struggling or let me know if you if you need help with it and head over to the blog because there's quite a few different things on nutrition on there that is www.easyyoga.co.uk forward slash blog and yeah go on there and you will find so much information about it but also yeah just come to me whenever you need to I, i'm always here and let me know what you're struggling with and then we can do a podcast on that as well and then i can give you information about it as well so thank you so so much for listening i really hope you have learned something today and i will see you all very very soon i will be back here next week with another episode episode 14 and thank you so so much i'm sending you so much love thank you